despite there being a ton of noise throughout the last few days, I want to be very clear. I believe Lane Kiffin will be Auburn's next head football coach. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen Every single day. Coming up in the show, our conversation with Justin Ferguson, a little Ferg Friday action we recorded before we both went our separate ways for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I hope all of you who listened have a fantastic Black Friday. And I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving with friends, family, or or whatever the circumstances allowed you to do. A lot of smoke happened since we last sat down to record an episode of Lane Kiffin. A lot of people showing doubt. A lot of Ole Miss folks kind of waving the Ole Miss flag saying Lane Kiffin's not leaving. It's all just crap. Lane Kiffin is trolling Auburn. I don't believe any of that. I don't believe any of that to be true. Because either Lane Kiffin is not able to make solid decisions and lead a program, or none of what we've heard the last few days from the Ole Miss camp is true, right? Because what what that would mean, and I want to be clear, staying at Ole Miss is a fine decision. I think Ole Miss is good. I don't think it's as good of a job as Auburn, but if he says, hey, maybe he's holding out for something else, that is a perfectly reasonable track with all of this. He's like, hey, I've already kind of done the hard part. I've already built up. Let's just kind of keep going. I want to win now. I don't want to rebuild at Auburn, even though I think it'd be a quick rebuild. But still, if he wanted to go that route, I think that's fine. But the way he's handled it over the last week, right, with the pine box comments at his press conference or the trolling on Twitter or the biggest thing. Why isn't he signing his extension? And all these folks kind of going around saying that Lane Kiffin is telling people that he's not leaving. Then it shifts right over time and more sources talk to people and all of that. And it slowly shifts over time into, okay, well, he's telling them that he's not leaving unless something drastic happens. Well, let me be clear with this. Receiving an official offer to be Auburn's next head football coach is something drastic. That is a life-changing, a career-altering event when you receive that offer from any SEC institution minus Vanderbilt. And obviously, you get it when you go to Ole Miss. That's great. It's a bigger deal when you get it from Auburn. You're going to get more money. You're going to have access to more NIL. And so all of these conversations that happened over the past few days, calm down, guys. Calm down. Because all of the smoke that you're hearing about Lane Kiffin possibly saying at Ole Miss, where is it coming from? It's coming from Ole Miss. All of it. You look at the Auburn side of it, Auburn folks are like, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe I was at 99, close to 100%. Maybe I'm 90% now. You're seeing a lot of that. Um, but that that's really it. The folks in Auburn, there's a few folks saying, hey, Hugh Freeze is going to be the next guy. And there's some folks in Ole Miss that are saying that as well. But look, I actually think that that's a really solid backup plan. And, and I hope that if, that if it's not Lane Kiffin, I actually do hope it's you freeze. And we can go into a different debate on that if we ever need to get there. I don't think we will have to, though. But I don't think that makes sense because I've got several sources close to Hugh Freeze that, that have said Hugh, Hugh is not aware of any of this. And there's a chance that there's several people lying 
or not being totally truthful in this whole situation because that's kind of the game. There's no way to do this part smoothly while the season is still going on for a team without kind of having to cross some words. It stinks because that doesn't make these people bad people. It's just like th there's no other way to do it. And I think there's a real concern for Lane Kiffin. He had to get through the Egg Bowl. Right? I think that's a very, very real thing. And so just to be honest, I'm recording this before the Egg Bowl is played. I originally was going to wait, but uh, two things. One, I, I don't trust myself. I think I would be in a situation where I'll be unable to record an episode. And I think the other, <laughs> thank you, Frisky Whiskey. And I think the other is I don't think the outcome matters. I do think it helps Auburn if it's not a close game, but I, I don't think the outcome matters. Um, I, I believe Lane Kiffin is Auburn's next head coach, and I can't state that enough. And, and folks in the Locked On Auburn Discord were like, can you say that over and over and over again? Uh, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that, but I have said it like three or four times in just the first five minutes of this show. And I, I think Lane Kiffin will be Auburn's next head coach. As far as the timeline, I don't know about that, but it does seem like Jimmy Sexton uh, Lane Kiffin's agent and Auburn have had plenty of conversations and it sounds like everything that I've been told, it sounds like Sexton likes the deal, but Sexton, it's his job to represent his client. He needs to protect Lane. So Lane can say he hasn't received an offer and he hasn't talked to Auburn uh, about the offer uh, just due to, so he doesn't have to lie, right? Agents are in place to protect their clients. And I think that's exactly what Sexton is doing. Um, with Lane Kiffin. So does this change by the time this goes up Thursday night in the middle of the night? Does something happen? Maybe in terms of Lane Kiffin and, and Jimmy Sexton having that conversation, uh, maybe Auburn getting involved. This could happen today, right? And if you're listening to this while you're doing your Black Friday shopping, if people still do that, there's a chance the news has already dropped. And boy, is that exciting. But I think uh, as of Friday morning, and as I record this Thursday night, Thanksgiving evening, while half of my family's asleep, uh, I think I think Lane Kiffin will be the next head coach. So coming up, Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. We talk about Lane Kiffin a little bit. Talk a lot about the Iron Bowl. It's crazy. It's happening Iron Bowl weekend and like the Iron Bowl and Caddy isn't the lead story. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We're giving you some both. We're giving you Lane Kiffin content and we're giving you Iron Bowl content today on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up this college football season. I can't wait to play underdog fantasy throughout the bowl season. You see all these bowls that you just don't care about. And you're like, Oh, all of a sudden I care because of, you know, you, you can place uh, place props and, and build a slip, but I love underdog. It's fun to do the daily drafts so far. I've been very successful uh, on Thanksgiving with the daily fantasy drafts with all the football that's being played. That's very fun. There's season long leagues. There's daily leagues. There's there's, you can create a slip where they give you a projected stat and you can predict if it goes higher or lower. You can like 10 times your money. And it's really actually not that difficult. I've had a lot of good luck. So uh, sign up with promo code locked on one word at underdogfantasy.com or the free underdog app. I love their app. Um, their website's good, but their app is just super easy to use. But use promo code locked on and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit 100, get 100 free. Get in on the college football pick em action today. And now, happy Ferg Friday to all who celebrate. Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joining us as he does every single Friday. Hope your Thanksgiving was swell. I hope you were very full and ate a lot of good food. Uh, Ferg, what what has to happen for, for Auburn to pull off something incredible tomorrow? I, I mean, I think 
they don't necessarily have to go away from what they've been the last few weeks under Cadillac Williams. Mm -hmm. They just have to do it really, really well and kind of play on top of that, like pretty mistake free football. Um, I think, you know, when you look at uh, A&M coming close to beating them, when you look at Tennessee beating them, when you look at LSU beating them, you know, those teams didn't really go away from who they are. You don't have to become superhuman against this team, but, uh, yeah, I think for Auburn, it's you know you you have to look at the at the fact that um, you know they're playing better against the run right now, which is huge um, in a game like this. Uh, your secondary uh, wrote about this earlier this week at the Observer. Your secondary Auburn has allowed less than six yards per attempt in three straight games for the first time since 2019. Um, wow. They're they're doing a really good job in pass coverage against teams that are going to throw the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Your uh, outside corners are doing an excellent job as well. And you've gotten an offense where, again, it's not winning a lot of style points, and it's and it's you know it has inconsistencies for sure. But running the ball, just really getting after it with the running game, sticking to it, sticking to your strengths. Um, you know, I, when Alabama lost to LSU, it wasn't because Jaden Daniels just lit them up through the air. Now Tennessee had Hooker. I mean, that was the way they that was the way they went went about their business. But, you know, LSU in that game, you know, ran for like nearly five and a half yards of carry. Like you're going to have to do stuff like that in this game uh, if you're Auburn. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's going to be really, really tough. It's on the road. I think you're going to definitely have to win the turnover battle. I think you're going to have to catch some breaks and special teams, you know, all that good stuff. But like, you know, the way Auburn has played under Cadillac Williams the last three weeks on offense and defense, I'm not sitting here and saying, okay, and now Auburn's got to do something they've never done before. Yeah. Um, I do think they can come in there and and not necessarily tell Robbie Ashford that he's got to throw the ball 30 times to win or he's got to hit all these big numbers. It's like, you know, hit your spots when you get those opportunities. They did some of that against Western Kentucky. It's, you know, do what you do. Just play your guts out and see if you have a chance to hang around with them um, because, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what this Alabama team, uh, how they handle the fact that they don't really have anything to play for. Yeah, two things I want to touch on with what you just said. First, with Jameer Gibbs, I'm fascinated to see how they're going to defend him. Yeah. I, I get, you know, stopping the run and all that, but he can hurt you in so many different ways. I mean, just a simple swing pass to Jameer Gibbs can go for 60, right, if you're not careful. So For sure. Fun to, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they cover that. Is that a... You know, is that a nickel matchup where you, you you scoot like a Keontae Scott closer to the line? Is that an Owen Papo one-on-one situation? Do you zone it up, which I hope they don't. But I'm curious to see how they handle that. Then the other thing you mentioned, Robbie, towards the end of that, I'd like to see Robbie be a little bit more selfish when he's moving and, and run the ball instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, the, the five-yard dump down pass. I'd rather him just run it because I, I yeah. think a, a Robbie run is worth more than five yards. The upside of it is tremendous. Sure. But yeah. So those are two things I'm looking for. And, and I think he, I think he's playing through some stuff, right? And so all these people yeah. that are hurt, that are hitting on Robbie Ashford saying he stinks or whatever. I don't think we realize how much pain this kid's in. I think he's going through a lot of stuff right now uh, just to kind of be Auburn's number one quarterback. So, um, yeah, those are the two things I'm looking at, and, and and he's their best option, right? You know, they've they the offense has looked at its best this season because of his ability to run when things break down, and um, he's a spark. Yeah, yeah he, he makes things happen. Now, he's not a very consistent passer, obviously, and and his efficiency numbers are among the worst in the SEC. But come on, I mean, like 
Cal, like Williams said it after the game on uh, on Saturday against Western Kentucky. He's like he basically he didn't play a ton of football the last three years, and now he's coming. Like it's there's still a lot of rawness to him. Um, so I mean the the book's not completely written on Robbie Ashford yet, but this is a great opportunity for a guy like him to make some plays with his legs, to hit some draws, to hit some things, you know, some scrambles that that keep plays moving and, and drives alive. And yeah, it's a, Jameer Gibbs is like for for Auburn almost in this case, it's like you know definitely Alabama can run, but if you look at their last, I mean, really since the A and M game. They have not ran the ball particularly well against SEC opponents. It has been throwing it right, and yeah, they've done a really good job of of on the outside. DJ James is the number one corner in the SEC according to Pro Football Focus. Um, he is uh, having the best season in terms of completion percentage against. He's top five in uh, snaps per target and and you know snaps per completion and all that stuff. Quarterback rating. Um, he's playing really really well. I think you're seeing Nehemiah Pritchett play some of his best ball this season at the same time. Keontae Scott stepped up at nickel. I think the move for Jalen Simpson at safeties really helped them out a lot. How Um, has that worked? Why has he not been? He's great. mm -hmm. He's been outstanding in that spot. He has. I think it's just, I think think it's that vision and his ability to attack the ball um, and just, you know, that experience he has at corner. Now he's sitting back and he's kind of, he said it the other day. He's like, he's like, I'm signing, seeing everything. Uh, you know, better now at safety. They're rotating more. You get JD Rim, some of these freshmen in there. But the question is, like you were saying, like Jameer Gibbs, they're going to dump the ball off to Jameer Gibbs, and he is going to run a very long way if yeah. you don't tackle him. Owen Papo, Cam Riley, those guys are going to have to step up in that in that aspect. You may have some safety and some nickel there as well. And then also, like Alabama, their top two receivers are their outside guys. So Gibbs over the middle of the field, um, Cameron Latu, if he's able to play. Him over the middle of the field, like Western Kentucky last week, and really, uh, you go back to the Mississippi State game as well. These teams are getting it. Like, if you're getting anything, it's behind the line of scrimmage or over the middle of the field, and so they're attacking those safeties, attacking those linebackers. Like, I, I'm interested to see how Auburn kind of counters or tries to tighten that up because on the outside, you're playing really, really good football right now, um, and uh, you're going to need that against an Alabama team that th- these guys aren't. You know, they're not Devonte Smith. They're not. Uh, Jerry Judy, this is not a Jalen Waddle. Like those guys aren't those guys, but yeah, they're that's still not the part of the really game good. that I'm worried about. I, yeah. I don't think I'm worried about the DBs versus the receivers. To me, it's all about Jameer Gibbs and, and then scoring points, right? And, like and, and, and Bryce and Bryce and Bryce taking off. Like that's still he's still he, so he, good at, at taking. He doesn't like doing that though. You or can tell keeping he, plays alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can tell he he always wants to throw because. I mean, he's just that kind of quarterback. He's always and, wanted to make the the best move for the team, but and he can uh, definitely throw. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll we'll do some more listener questions in a second. But somebody asked Ferg earlier this week: Is Auburn going to be able to score twenty points in the Iron Bowl? What are your thoughts on that? I think they could. Yeah, the brave, I the brave Husky asked that question. Yeah, I I don't think twenty points would be enough to beat Alabama. But I think they can be. I can. I think they can score twenty. Um, I mean, heck, twenties. Two, two touchdowns with your running game and a couple field goals from Alex McPherson like that. That to me is very doable mm-hmm. in this game. I agree. You can do that. You know, you can do that without it being super competitive either. Um, yeah, no, I, I do think it is doable. Um, I, I don't think this Alabama run defense is as fierce as it's been in the past. You know, 
Right. Um, everyone wants to get away from Will Anderson, um, which makes a ton of sense. Like Henry Toto, Toto, Toto. Sorry, um, is really good, and they've got they've got a, they've got some really good players. But I feel like that that defensive line is not what like you're used mm-hmm. to seeing from Alabama um, up front in the trenches. And so, like, I think LSU was able to move the ball on the ground that way, and I think some other teams have been able to move it that way. Like, I don't expect Robbie Asher to go in there and become Peyton Manning, but I do expect Auburn to be able to come in there because they've got a lot of um, they've got a lot of confidence in their running game, and, and confidence means a ton. I mean. It, Western Kentucky, again, a great example of that game is you're not running the ball. They know you're running it and they're they're committing the house to it. And yet you still stick to it, tweak a couple of things and run all over yeah. them in the second half. Now, Alabama's a whole lot better in Western Kentucky in the trenches, sure. obviously. Right. But but you are playing with a lot of confidence right now in the ground game. And, yeah. and Alabama has been susceptible in some games this season, um, you know, against good running attacks. Let's address several listener questions in our final few moments of this week. In just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Inflation has us thinking about different ways to cut back, whether it's driving less, dining out less, buying less from the grocery store. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why I started using the free app, Upside. It's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. Odds are that is all of you. With Upside, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. And you ask, well, what's the catch? It's not. You just take pictures of the receipt. You redeem the offer in your app, the free GetUpside app. And then about a day later, the the cash back is right there. Um, and, and you don't have to do anything extra. That's it. And it's real money. You can you can send it to your account. You can get gift cards. You can then you can get Bitcoin if you're into that. Whatever you want, um, they're they're able to to get it to you. It's so easy. So download the free Upside app. Use promo code Locked L O C K E D to get five dollars or more cash back. Use promo code Locked. All right, Ferg, we have some several hard-hitting questions. Um, several have to do with food and Thanksgiving. Several have to do with Lane Kiffin. So let's try to breeze through these fairly quickly. Um, Camden asked, Landon King seems to love Auburn and didn't seem to be a huge fan of Harson. Do you think he still transfers, or do you think he withdraws his name from the portal? I think he has a real chance to come back uh, next season. I Chick Dawson as well, depending on who the coach is and what kind of recruiting job they do when they first get here. Me too. Me too. Uh, the Lane Train asks, if Auburn beats Bama, how much would that attract the national media and interest of prospects? Right? I mean, I think beating Bama always helps oh. you. Yeah, it would be huge. It would be huge. And I think Auburn's got major bounce back ability, um, especially in the portal era, especially with the right head coach. We've seen so many year one jumps in college football this year. You do that coming off a high light beating Alabama on the road for the first time in 2010. Yeah, it's going to be it, – it would be a massive, massive thing in a number of areas for your program. Auburn's Cadillac dealer asks, what's the best role for Cadillac moving forward? We all want him on staff, but there are a variety of roles that have been thrown out for him, ranging from head coach all the way back to running backs coach. Would he fit in as an OC? I, I think regardless of who it is, if it's Lane Kiffin or somebody else, uh, I think Carnell's staying the running backs coach is the move for I think it definitely is, and I think you give him a promotion to something like associate head coach, assistant head coach, something mm-hmm. like that, to give him you know more money uh, and also more responsibility. I think that's the thing. Do I think Cadillac Williams could be a, a great head coach? Sure. Do I think Cadillac Williams could have a shot to be an offense coordinator somewhere? Absolutely. Um, but I do think he is at the peak of its pow- his powers here, 
I mean, just from listening to him these last few weeks, I don't think he's a man who's really overly concerned about getting the head coaching job. Yeah. Um, he just wants to do what's best and he's enjoying the ride that he's been on. And I'm interested to see what's next for him. BRB4AU ask what DC candidates could be in play if Kiffin is hired as head coach. I've heard a lot of Will Muschamp for what are your thoughts? Yeah, Muschamp makes a lot of sense. I think anybody in the Saban tree um, that may have some familiarity with Auburn would also make sense. Uh, you know, T. Rob, uh, Traver- Traverse Robert- Ro- Robinson would make a lot of sense. Where you is know, he right now? Alabama. Rob? He, he's, he's, Alabama. DB, he's a DB's coach at Alabama. Um, gotcha. You know, you've got, I, and I wouldn't rule out a guy like, you know, maybe some folks with some Auburn ties like, uh, like Travis Williams. Um, obviously, he's done I'd an love, excellent job. He's that. done an excellent job at UCF this year. Um, you know, when in, in the last two years early with Gus. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think though, if it is Lane Kiffin, I think expect Auburn to get a big name defense coordinator or something like that. Because I think one of the one of the things that will probably convince help convince Lane to come to Auburn if it ends up being him is that just the access to talent and and just on right. the side of the ball. I mean, they had seven hundred yards last week and still lost. Unreal. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little different if he's the Auburn head coach. I think you're right. Tyler asked the hard-hitting question of what's the best Thanksgiving food and what is Ferg's opinion on cranberry sauce? Cranberry sauce is fine. Um, it's not something that I that I like look forward to, but I will eat it. Uh, best Thanksgiving food is... So uh, I've talked about this before and you know, Thanksgiving's past. My family, we do... Um, we take... Uh, turkey for turkey, we basically take like turkey breast meat and like make like turkey fingers out of them, like okay. like you would do chicken fingers. That's mm-hmm. the way we do turkey. I think that's the best way to do turkey. Do you and fry like, it? Yeah, fry them up like wow. deep fry them like a like they basically look like chicken fingers, but it's just turkey meat that's on the inside. Turkey. It's very good. It's got put some Cajun seasoning in there. It's it's real good. Um, that's wow. my favorite. Uh, and then like on a side, I mean, if you can give me a really good. Um, like baked mac and cheese. That's like that's the one that you absolutely have to have uh, at Thanksgiving. My family members say that mac and cheese is not a side dish for Thanksgiving food. Okay, which is wild to me. That is wild. Um, now is this? It's, it's my wife's family, so they're okay. Up in Ohio. So they're not. They're yeah. It's not the southern. It's not your family. Not yeah, the yeah, southern not, stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. it's the it's the northern southern part. people. Obviously, know that that. I mean, and also mac and cheese is not just a side. It's a vegetable, as we all know. Uh, th- that's right. That's right. I'm I'm cool with it. You know, they they asked the question. It was like when when my wife and I were dating, and they're like, Zach, what's your favorite side dish? We want to make sure we have. And I'm like, mac and cheese. They're like, what? What? And I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Why? What? I'm not the weird one here. Nope. So. No. No. Yeah, I got to figure it out. Yep. Um. Okay. Last question. Uh. This was also from Camden. If Flame does come to Auburn, what's the likelihood that we could see Ladarius Tennyson and or JJ Pegues back on the planes? What about Quinshawn Judkins? I would make it would be interesting. I don't know if the guys would come back. You know, I think that's a lot of a it's a whole lot different story to make a guy come back. But Judkins would be interesting just knowing that um Auburn, like, you know, from from what I've heard, he had interest in Auburn when he was in the recruiting process. He's from right down the road at Pike Road. Would be very very interesting. You know, you always have coaches, especially big name coaches, if they make the move, maybe guys follow them or, or something like that. It, I wouldn't rule any of it, of it out. The guys coming back though, it's a little bit tougher just because. Um, I mean, they have to it, sit out, right? Unless they graduated. Yes, that would be that would be correct. So like that would be those would be a lot tougher to 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 pull off. But you know what? If it is if it is Lane Kiffin, I think the transfer portal 
you know, is we, Auburn, we go Auburn's going, Auburn is going to have to go so hard in the transfer portal, portal this offseason. And they can if, if no matter who they get. But obviously, Lane has that uh, Lane has that uh, background to him. More than a dozen transfer portal guys. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's gonna be a, this December is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, I think. I mean, even <laughs> under like even under agency, even under Harson, even under Harson, the plan was to get a massive uh, transfer portal class, and I think that that only increases one hundred percent. No matter who it is next, Ferg. Thank you so much for your time, as always, especially with this crazy and busy week. How can people check out everything you got going on? Yeah, AuburnObserver.com. Check it out. It's the best time to sign up. Six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year this week. You've got all of our basketball coverage and our football coverage leading up into the into the Iron Bowl. We've got more of that coming next week. Head coach hire, all that stuff. I mean, everything we do gets sent straight to your email inbox for six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year. Sign up, AuburnObserver.com. You can find all my written work at AuburnDaily.com, and we'll put up a video when slash if um, Miss Lane Kiffin or whoever it is over the next few days. I got a feeling we will know soon. Until then. Enjoy the Iron Bowl. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked on Auburn.